we not watch hockey? hockey or he's watching his like Russian videos where people die. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, the war videos are still fucking crazy, man. You're still you watching, watching these? Like Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. It's about nothing. I just want these guys to know you got another thing coming, bitch. I'm still around. Yo, what's going on with the war? Loki, can you give me a quick war update? Because I have no idea what's going on. I, that thing got old, like an old, like, was yesterday's, show. Yes, yesterday's news, bro. I feel like it's at a stalemate. Um, Is it at a stalemate? No. So the Ukrainians are mounting an offensive sometime, like, this summer. So is it really so how do we know about it? Is it open secret? Raji let out the secret. Yeah, did you just snitch? Huh? Did you just snitch on them? No, they know. The Russians know too. So like they're they're moving in on Russia? They're encroaching? They're moving back on gaining back the territory that Russia is still occupying. You guys ever play Risk? Yeah. Yes, all the time. Really? All the time? All the time. Love that game. Yeah, so I was playing Risk. I barely played it, but I played it like a while ago. And I got to this point where I like took over a whole bunch of that land, like that China-Russia border. Yeah, yeah. And I was just holding down. I felt like a G because I was just, you know, I encroached the hell out of that and like drove the guy who had it out. So that's what's kind of going on here. Like as soon as you said, Ukraine's just getting back to the land. That reminds me of that game where you finally start rolling in your favor and start <laughs> taking back pieces. In the folders, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but is like, is there a chance that Russia is just gonna be like, all right, man, enough is enough, we're done, peace? Like, I don't what's... know. I think I think they take BSD too seriously, so I don't know. But uh, they're taking like heavy losses. Uh, there's this one city, Bakhmut or whatever, where fucking it's like, remember that movie, Enemy at the Gates? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stalingrad. Stalingrad. I think it was so, stalling, I believe it is, right? Where they're yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. shooting at each other, killing each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, So it's it's like the uh, city shithole. What's that dude's name? He was in all these movies at one point. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Fuck. Balding actor, <laughs> not any of my name. But yeah, what about him? Uh, something. Jeff, not, Judd? Jude Law. Jude, am I wrong? Jude Law. Whatever. Jude, Man, whatever. Jude, Jude, Judd, Judd. What's his name? Jude Law. Jude, Jude Law. Law. There it is. Yeah. There it is. I, you guys say July, still don't get like a face coming to me. Um, Seriously? Yeah, it's, I'm just in this. Remember that Pope TV show? The what? That two, two season special, The Pope. I didn't watch it. Is watch really Miss Marvel? Like, it was good. I watched Miss Marvel. Yes, oh, I Captain guess. Marvel. The, Captain. the, I guess he, I think he was the villain in that. I don't even remember the villain in that show. I have a really weird memory, like, for the stuff like this. Are right you now. Like, Are you so recording, by the way? Huh? Are you yeah. recording? Yeah, you're recording. Okay. This was an intro topic. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so it's like fucking Stalingrad. Um, the city's gone to waste. There's nothing. And Russia is key on um, getting it so they can say, yo, we have a W. And Ukraine is making it a pain in the ass for them to win that city, even though there's nothing. And there's no strategic value to them just because it's like such a morale killer for the Russians, because they've been trying to get it since December, and we're in April now. So they just want to get it back for out of pettiness, like fuck you, we got it. Pretty much, it's like yeah, this is like you know, like hockey power play. You don't get anything going, and it's such a morale killer. Mm. It's like that, you know, because it's, it's basically nothing. 
Um, and Ukraine just sends its like B team to defend, and it's like holding. It's been just training its A team, like giving them all these new weapons from the West. Like so, that's why everybody thinks like, yo, they're loading up for a uh, for a summer attack. Are, and Ukraine's pretty much now they're like, yeah, yeah, it's coming. We're just gonna like, we're not gonna tell you where and when, but it's it's coming. It's like it's pretty badass. Just fucking say that openly. That yeah, we're gonna do a counteroffensive. I'm honestly curious though. How the hell do you know this? Like, where are you reading this? Like, where is your, where is like, what's the go-to source to understand this stuff? Because every media source I kind of consume is all kind of over it. Um, Washington Post, Economist, Guardian. Get the fuck out of here! This guy just started listing random newspapers. (laughs) You ain't reading the Economist daily, man. Who you lying to? I I read the Economist. Okay, I do. This guy's like, yeah, you know, The Economist on Monday, The Atlantic on Wednesday, and uh, I'll occasionally check The New York Times on Friday and Thursday. Yeah, um, here and there. I, got yes, I subscribe. I got a package. <laughs> this guy gets it. Right. Whatever comes with a package, I, I read. And Guardian is free, so whatever. Bait, this guy's following one not Instagram the, account. Not the, not the Brampton Guardian? The Guardian, right? The Guardian. The UK Guardian. Bait, this guy just That's following one account favorite. on Instagram. This guy's like one Instagram account. The guy breaks it down and he's like, yeah, yeah, I read, I read The Economist and shit. I follow all these uh, war accounts. Like, I don't know, maybe I should shout out Atlas News. They do good work on Instagram. So so, so we've concluded you are getting this information from Instagram. It isn't. Like, yeah, they, like today they gave like this uh, time-lapse icon of like the Russian forces moving around that Bakhmut city. You're not really getting all of it, but like it's a time-lapse from December to now. And that's so, dope. Yeah. I'm just saying that's a far cry no from the Atlantic. Commentary there. If that's what you're asking. No, no. I'm saying that's dope. I was just curious where you're getting from. This guy pulls up the Economist in the Washington Post. Just say Instagram, brother. No, no, no. I, I, like read, that. I, read I read the Economist. I fucking read. I read for a living. <laughs> Yo, Robbie. You think this guy's lying? I feel like he's lying to us right now. He's just naming big names. I think he's really serious, and I think you, you, the fact that you don't believe he can read is even funnier. It's not that I don't think yeah. he can read. I don't think he's sitting there reading six newspapers trying to put together do, the war. Think, what do you do on the can? What do you do on the can? Honest to God, I read he's the most shit guaranteed takes Twitter. on Twitter. This guy's on Twitter, guaranteed. <laughs> I'm reading the most mind-numbing takes on like Twitter. Shit. You know he's taking like 10 shits a day, too. <laughs> There's nothing I'm good I've learned off Twitter. Sometimes when I'm feeling bold, I'll open up the Globe and Mail and I'll read a few articles. It's only because these motherfuckers are charging me 37 bucks a month that I've been un- being oh, yeah. unable to cancel. I've been there trying so hard to cancel mail. this. Yo, but you know what Twitter's good for? Playoff hockey. Yo. And playoff updates <laughs> and all sports. Twitter's been great. Twitter's been great, yeah, to keep with sports. Sports it's in general made Twitter. Shit. But uh, what's going on with the Leafs? I heard they had a big game. You heard? <laughs> we were here live. <laughs> How'd you feel about that? Yeah. Shouldn't just casually said if it was like just a normal, regular hockey game. <laughs> what a fucking series, boys. What mm. a series. Uh, three wins on the road. Fucking crazy. OT, all of them. It's pretty bad. It's That's a lot of base D for Tampa Bay. Um, but... Crazy man, because it, it sounds like if you watch the games, three games you got all played. Even that fourth one, you know, all the momentum was with Tampa. They were really pouring it on, um, but Leafs picked their shots and they they somehow grinded out a win. And that that is the story. 
They rope it, they rope it up. They rope it up every game. That's some championship, man. Yeah. It's, it's fucking awesome to see. This sounds a lot different than what you were saying last week. Dude, I'm allowed. It's called the reverse <laughs> fucking jinx. Okay, first of all. <laughs> last week, this guy's like, our team is trash. We don't even belong you in know, this league. Get us out of here. Exactly. Of all, this week, no, this guy's like, yo, plan the parade. We're here. We're a championship team. We're built for this. I'm not saying plan the parade, but. You know, he, you know he went home and wore, he's wearing his leaf cut tie and everything, right? Like, <laughs> the next day, that's all I did. This all guy, I could literally see him changing his bed sheets. Be like, yo, we're changing the bed sheets. It's on <laughs> Yeah, so he said no, so. <laughs> I'm sure you could get like a compromise, get like a blue and white like flower pattern or something going. <laughs> no, I don't think I'll win that one. But uh, but yo, but it's 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 pretty funny how everyone's going like they won the Stanley Cup. No, it's a big it, win. It's, it's a big win. I agree, it's, it's a big win. It's, but it's not. It's not a Stanley Cup. It's, it's one not, series. When when we win the Stanley Cup, then hundred percent, it'll be better. Possibly. Yo, what happened in Toronto on uh, the other day it was wild. I I was trying hard not to laugh at it. It was uh, look a lot of pent up nerves, and that's what happens. It's been 19 years isn't a short amount of time. I when we won, I thought, do we go honking? Is that still a thing? Because that's flags. what I was remember, remember the flags the and the, yeah. Remember yeah. That. So what did you do yeah. when you won? Like what was the smiled honestly i just jumped around the living room with my hands in the air and that's it i was trying not to wake up my family um and i've been watching these games alone because look i was uh what do you want to call it like a a woman scorned i was upset i was upset at the leafs okay (laughs) that comment's not gonna go down well (laughs) Well, whatever no man it's 2023 you can identify as whoever you want now um no it's uh it's uh like it's a saying man it's a saying I'm just saying, you know, I understand the excitement. I was angry. I, I, was okay. angry. I was bitter. I was, I wasn't even liking Maple Leaf tweets all year long. Uh, I just didn't want to give in that this could be the year that they could load up and actually win. Um, this year was a little different. So where are you now? Uh, where are you now? Where, where am I now? Like mentally? We can go deep. Every every Leafs fan, every Leaf fan, one win. Yeah, we're taking the cup this year, boys. That's it. <laughs> we got no. we shook it off. We shook it off. It's off the monkeys off our back. What's a bigger demise though? Tampa or Boston? Boston losing is a big demise. Like everyone thought Boston, Boston were chewing. The biggest that's the biggest choke job ever. It's yeah. sports. Hold on. It's sports though, right? Can we say it's one watch. of the biggest? Yeah, maybe it was early round, so it's hard to say. Like the, out of the big three, four, yeah. But doesn't that make it worse that it was early round? Imagine the Bulls dropping their series first round after the season they had, right? Or like Golden yeah. State. Golden State's the one that everyone compares it to, where they set yeah, a would, you know, yeah. record. But Golden yeah. State took it to the finals. They still went to the finals, and then they choked in the finals, like the very end. Boston choked before they could even get started, first really. Um, and they choked first Hold round. On, I mean, if they show those heroics, they're facing Leafs, obviously now, right? Tampa, yeah. not Tampa, but, uh, but not Florida. Florida, 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 Florida plays out of Miami. No, Sunrise. Sunrise. Yeah, Florida. Miami, pretty much. Okay, it's like a suburb out of Miami. South Florida teams, man, a bunch of upsets. You know, the Heat upset yeah. the Bucks as well, right? That's another one, man. Before Something's going on in Florida. To, before we get too too carried away, I do want to congratulate you. I legit want to congratulate you. I am happy. Yeah, for Nicky, the he got congratulated. What did, what did he do? 
just for sticking around, I guess. I don't know. For reverse jinxing. For so many years. I think you should keep talking shit so they keep winning. I think that's what it is. No. <laughs> no, this is the year he didn't talk shit. This is the year he had to like, stay quiet. Yeah, this is the year he stayed quiet. He legit didn't say anything. Leaf Nation, that's what I'm saying. If he, if he gets happy about the Leafs, y'all going to lose. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. He's Charles Barkley of hockey, this guy right here. I got my win. I got my series win. I, I guarantee. <laughs> but you know what's crazy to me? When, whenever people say 19 years ago was the last time the Leafs won, that crazy. blows my mind because I legit remember the last time the Leafs won. I was living with Ranji when the Leafs won the Ottawa Senators in Ottawa. We Sad were living times. there. That literally doesn't feel like 19 years ago. That's crazy. That's have, you seen those, uh, have you seen those pictures of the ACC or... Scotiabank Arena now, but oh, where it's all Canada parking, it's all parking lots around. It's you look at that, you're like, that's and all the towers crazy. now. It does, yeah. it blows my, like someone made a list of all the technology that exists now that it didn't exist then. Yeah. I'm like, and I saw that list, I'm like, this is crazy. But the way they write it out is like we were living in black and white TVs 19 years ago. I'm like, yo, we had access to MP3s, we had MP3 players, we were freaking had iPod, those mini iPod what, shuffles. What year was it? What year are we talking about? 2004. First year uni. Blackberry was king back then. The big ones. Yeah, the, the big ones. Yeah, the small ones. The the one, no. no, the Pearl wasn't up, but the Bulls were out. Yeah. The business class ones. Um, I don't know. That arrow doesn't see, that is, doesn't seem like a like a, a far bygone era type thing when they list all that stuff. I'm like, okay, so what? We still use well, the internet. I mean, Facebook came and went. I mean, that's a pretty big one. Facebook started. Facebook was just blown up at that time. Facebook just started. But it, it's just wild you know, thinking about how far back that is. And there's like, they're like, there's kids now who are just witnessing it for the first time. And even yeah, that. All those kids in the square, they were all, they, they don't know what a series win is like. They never experienced it. They they're too young to actually know what was going on. And you know, when people say that, they're like, they didn't know what they, this is the first time they're experiencing like suckers. They don't know what's coming up. It's worse. <laughs> Because you're from yeah. that era that kept blowing it in the semis All and the quarters, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I mean, was the last time 68 was the last cup? 67. That was you the last time. Don't, last fucking, don't no, but, fucking me. I know you're doing it on purpose. No, no, but that was... <laughs> he left. So that was the last cup. But, like, the amount of heartbreak you had before that wasn't minimal. It's not like this heartbreak only started in 2004. You guys were getting your no, heart. No. You were pretty battered by 2004 too. Of all the shortcomings from like, you know, the decade was prior. That, was that when? What was the game seven? Uh, Boston. They lost to Boston before, didn't they? Game yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was that a reverse was, upset. We're not talking about that one. I was. I was there. <laughs> Boston, Habs, Tampa. I mean, that was the more recent ones. I'm just saying, back in the day, this, Columbus. Columbus was hurt, hurt a lot too. That was a bad one. I'm just saying, Ranji, I don't want you to get hurt is what I'm trying to get at. I'm, no, no, no. I'm happy that you got through the first round, but remind yourself that now you're back to where you were in 2004. You weren't winning in 2004. <laughs> you were still heartbroken and like battered back then. You were yeah, just as scorned. Like, even back in 2004, we didn't have a team that 100% was a favorite or a contender. We were a team that had a decent season and could make playoffs. But if we made it any further than like second round, uh, it'd be lucky. This team is built to go deep. They just had that monkey on their back. I swear to God, this yeah, is the exact reverse thing you said. 
dude. They need to blow it up. <laughs> no. Okay. This team can go deep. I'm glad. I'm glad that for anybody who's a Leafs guy, you'll you'll know what I mean when I say this. I'm glad that Sheldon Keefe got past his stubbornness and put Hall aside, and that made a huge fucking difference. Okay, Lily's in. We're built to win. As long as Samsonov plays that same game, like we're good, man. And it looks like he's trying to get find the subtitles. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm really just trying not to let this guy like. I want him Yo, to take okay. him a second and realize, like, you, everything you said moment. last week. Enjoy, enjoy the moment. Enjoy the like, moment. Enjoy the moment, brother. You don't know what the future holds. Four yeah, games against Florida I, could be quick. I like this excitement. I like this matchup. I think. Yeah, what's us, your prediction? What's your prediction? Game seven. Prediction. He's gonna go to oh, seven. Wow. Wow. Not game seven. Yeah. See, that's not fa- you, you don't have any faith. No, I think I think there are two teams that play very similarly when they're like let loose. Um, mm. So I think it'll be a more fun series to watch rather than like sitting there with your sphincter tight the whole time with this Tampa game. <laughs> Wondering, no, no, don't score, don't I score. This, I, think, I think this next series is going to be high scoring. Did you not want Boston? I wanted Boston. Did you want Boston? I want in Boston. Really? You want in Boston? I want in Boston. It's interesting because a lot of Lee fans I know were so relieved that it wasn't Boston. This wasn't Boston. Yeah, they were shooing, weren't they? But yo, look, Florida exposed them. They they mm. looked they looked hurt. They looked battered. They looked slow. So I was down. Plus, like think that think beating Boston after getting out of the first round. There's no, there's like the belief in that locker room would be nuts through the roof. Didn't uh, so that's that one, and then the Kraken. They won as well, right? So yeah, dude. Colorado yeah, yesterday. That was a weird. I never like their games are on so late. Yeah, really well, the former. They were the former champs, though, right? Yeah, the Habs. Yeah. yeah. But the scariest team, I think, if there's a dark horse, is Dallas. Dallas can win anywhere you want. Like they can play a rough and tough game. They can play a fast game. They really lock it down, and they have great goaltending. Like. Probably one of the best goalies in the playoffs right now. So that's the question I had for you now is, in my experience, from my limited experience, let's be clear, a good hockey team has a great goalie. Like all the, you know, like they the goalies are able to fish them out of like dark scenarios and like deep in games like where they, you know. Yeah. Keep them in. I don't feel like the Leafs have that goalie. I feel like they're just getting lucky on offense. and But the goalie doesn't seem like that's their strong. Yeah. Uh, so I agree. Uh, Samsonov isn't like one of the freaks of the league, like the freak goalies. There's like only three of them, right? So most teams don't have that freak goalie. Um, so everybody's not, generally all the teams are in the same boat. So the teams that did have those freak goalies, Tampa and Boston, they're already out. Um, so now what we have, all the teams have a pretty good goalie. Minus but no Dallas. One, no one who's like going to Hall of Fame. Even this Ottinger guy, he's too new. You don't know, like, he could just be having a great year. Um, but he's been, like, lights out. So Samsonov just needs to be good. Uh, the Avalanche proved last year they don't need to have, like, a, a Vesna trophy winner goalie to win the Stanley Cup. They just need to have a really strong team in front of them and decent goaltending, and that's what won them the league last year. So, and look, that, if that's a blueprint, then, then we have the pieces. What do you feel about Edmonton winning? Do you care at all about any other team going right now? Because I feel like that was another I big would one. Love I would love to see a finals between Edmonton and Toronto this year. That would, 
पटाके that would be entertaining and a lot of people lit off watching playoffs when the teams out everybody would tune into that i feel like that would be a big one canada all of canada wins. would be watching canada wins yeah canada wins no matter what canada wins no matter what but there'd be even like americans like there'd be a hard on for everybody watching Every, that game yeah. just the level in that would be so high is it possible or do you think it's like favorable yeah, that 100% their current trajectories yeah why not and what do you make about seattle winning is that even a big deal like it is i mean it's good for them they're expansion team right their first playoff run and they uh kind of reminds you of the, Golden, the vegas knights kind of did the same thing in their yeah. expansion year as well yeah yeah so dude let's see um i i honestly i i know nothing about seattle crack and i barely watch them because seattle? i was in highlight <laughs> Do you think Vancouver I mean, fans no, are kind of bitter at, at this in any regard? Like, imagine being a Canucks fan. Suck. They just suck. They, they don't even blow up the team when they need to. They are still thinking they can add a piece or two. They need to total rebuild. Man, that I sounds know, like the Leafs fan from last week. <laughs> yeah. All right. I got a lot of shit. Okay, first of all, let me just address Leafs Nation that thinks I was talking shit. First of all, you fuckers only watched that little snippet that Shinda posted online and then listen to the whole thing okay if you listen to the whole thing you'd have context second of all it's called a reverse jinx google it third of all i'm a diehard lifelong leaf fan i can be pissed at my teeth if i want to and i can jump back on if i want to suck it all right uh talking about sucking yeah. it how do you feel about florida banning trying to ban uh leafs leaf fans from swarming their stadium by uh limiting tickets to only US citizens or Florida citizens. Is, is that not such a shit league? Like how can the NHL allow this where you want to preserve some sort of home ice advantage that you're not selling tickets to anybody who's willing to buy them? That's pretty fucked up. We don't like soccer doesn't do that. They make sure at the very least that the away team has a whole section. Okay? Um basketball doesn't do this. It, it's so stupid. It's um it's such a small-minded thing to do. I I can't believe it actually flew. It's 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 a bad look for the league. But I don't know what your thoughts are. Robbie, it's kind of stupid this too. I mean, they could have they could have come to some compromise. Maybe a few sections. You know, open up to everybody. But I guess you kind of understand why they want the home ice advantage, right? It's not like Leafs tickets here are cheap, so people are willing to pay that extra difference to fly in down and and catch the game, and you know. Yeah, I mean, the the only reason why I I mentioned this in a group uh, that I would have preferred Leafs playing Florida or Tampa, or sorry, not Tampa, um, Florida Panthers over Boston is if I could, I'd try to make a trip out of going down and watching the game, right? It's fun. Who want to go to Boston? Um, but yeah, look, like the secondary market, tickets are going to be bought on that. Um, it'll still be probably cheaper than what we're paying here for Leafs tickets, which is at least 500 bucks per tickets in the nosebleeds for this round. Okay. Uh, second of all, there's more than enough Leaf or Canadians in, in the U.S. that, you know, they can easily buy tickets for their friends and family. So it's, it's so futile and stupid. Doing this, just it just screams insecurity. Because during the season and when the Leafs are playing there, it's filled with Leaf fans. It's like Ottawa. <laughs> one thing that I'm kind of is Florida's known as like Toronto's second home. That's where everyone from Toronto goes to like spend winter. Is like that's the snowbird capital. The number of people who have like some sort of link to someone in Florida that they have an address or are able to buy tickets. I don't yeah. think this is gonna. It might slow 
some people down, but if you had the means to travel to Florida for the game, I think you have the means to find someone who can help buy tickets. Yeah, I mean, watch the Saturday night and Monday game. It's going to be filled with Leaf fans. You're going to hear goalies goal chance the whole time. Yeah, you can't really stop that, can you? No, it's, we're, we, we travel. Yeah. We travel for the Raps. We travel for the Jays. We travel for the Leafs. It's just what we do. And I and I I love watching. But I mean, it's, it, but is it kind of embarrassing for the NHL expansion teams if and the away teams come up and take all their tickets? It is a bit embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah, well, build I up mean, your fan base. at the end of the day, you sold your tickets, though. I know, but they're the still whole, buy, like, like, regardless of what jersey the fan in the stands wearing, he's buying the snacks. He's at the concession stand. He's bringing putting money more money into your economy. If anything, you want to open that up as much as you can right now. No. It's like, yo, bring your money here. A, Spend your money a, here. From a league, I'm just thinking from a league perspective why they thought that was the right um, approach only because, you know, it, they've opened these franchises in random markets, which is not really hockey fans, or there's not enough of them, right? So I don't know. It's just a, it's an interesting take by them. But yeah, I'm surprised they don't take the, um, I think it's like the Champions League, I guess, does that, where they reserve certain amount of tickets in a certain section and, and, and do it that way. That might've been a smarter kind of approach. So not sure the thinking behind it, but I can kind of get why they're doing it. I just don't know. Maybe the that execution wasn't, uh, yeah. I, I don't really know either, but talking about executions, you guys see this news with uh, China and uh, Michael Chung. <laughs> Good segues today are on. Eh? Uh, yeah. I'm on point today. Lock I actually in. know nothing about this. I need some context. All right, so a while back, you guys heard the news about China interfering in Canadian uh, elections. And they had, yeah. you know, the Liberal MP who the Globe and Mail reported CSIS was watching him and they eventually broke the news and the party kicked him out of the party saying, we didn't know this, that, and now that we do, you know. Um, he actually, the party didn't kick him out. He resigned out of the party. Uh, I forget this guy's name. He was, he was a Toronto guy who got... Thing, like the liberal guy, right? Liberal guy, the liberal guy. So that yeah. that that was part of the news. That was like government interference in this whole thing. Michael Chung is the foreign affairs critic for the Conservative Party. Um, he ran for leadership twice. I remember, or once. Really cool guy. I remember the first time he ran. Uh, I thought he should have been the leader, but he doesn't have that kind of support within the party itself. Really well articulated dude. What happened was. Globe and Mill contacted him saying, hey, do you have any thoughts on, you know, this uh, thesis saying that your family in China is being prosecuted for the things you said? Because he was kind of pushing for some uh, bill here that was anti-China or anti-Chinese interference that they didn't like, right? And so they were harassing his family back in Hong Kong. And, you know, the Globe and Mail asked him about it. Like, you know, CSIS in the report said, you know, your family was part of this thing that they're kind of being prosecuted by the People's uh, Republic. I carried a comment. And he's like, it's the first I'm hearing about it. And hmm. they're like, what do you mean? He's like, when when I was passing that kind of stuff, I, I haven't talked to my family in China just because I don't want them to get involved. I know what the People's Republic is like. I'm trying to keep some distance from them. So I don't, I didn't mention, I don't call them. I don't contact them. So I don't know what type of uh, harassment they might be dealing with. And then he was just kind of like, I'm disappointed that Crudeau was given this information and didn't contact me, let alone kick out the diplomat who's responsible 
that CISA is identified as here's a diplom Chinese diplomat who's living in Canada, who's orchestrating some of this stuff. Uh, you know, he's just like, it's kind of shameful that Trudeau know, knew about this and didn't talk to me or talk to my, uh, talk to our party about it. They kind of just kept that part from him. It was the Globe and Mail who had to say, yeah, yeah, we talked to CISA and CISA brought this up with us. So. Why is CISA leaking all this shit all of a sudden? Is that not weird? Hmm. I, I never really thought about it from that kind of point of view, but at the same time, I think like CISA is leaking like this, like interference thing, and now they're leaking this like uh, Chong thing. It's uh, it's kind of weird for a security agency to have so many leaks and be in the media so much. Because all these years, like I've ever grown growing up, I've never heard of them in the news. Um, and now, like this year, they're just all over the media. It's kind of weird. I would argue that if I'm trying to add this, put like add this all up, it sounds like they were trying to really talk to the seriousness about this with the liberal government who was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're taking it into consideration. We're taking it into consideration, but not doing anything. And them just saying, look, they're not doing anything with this information we're giving them. So, uh, so what's, they, what's the next the best? Chain, they blow the chain of command and like are whistleblowing now. I mean, I don't even think it's a chain of command. I think they're just releasing reports now, official reports that are bypassing, you know, they're like, yo, we gave you time to act on it. You chose not to. So now we may as well reveal what's in the report. It's so crazy because they're generally so tight with information. If like you ask anything of them, it's pretty much a redacted page. And now they're sending reports about active, you know, political interference and espionage. It's, uh, I don't know, like valid points aside, uh, the first takeaway for me is, man, like what CISA is doing, they, they're, they've changed the way they operate. They're really getting political. It's That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm thinking about it more like, like when I wasn't completely thinking from that, like why are they leaking all that stuff? But now that you mention it, my mind goes straight to, they must have been trying really hard to get something done on this and raising how high of an alert this is and it got ignored. This reminds me of when... Uh, Trudeau was going to India and we were like, look, they're going to come at you with these topics, with these talking points. And they yeah, said, nah, nobody, nah. nobody was saying that, man. Everybody was just like, oh, give me tickets. I want to go to... No, buddy. I sure would... my members are invited to the embassy. No, 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 no. See, this is where... No, no. Nobody no, no. red flag, man. Hold on. No, no. 100%. So at this time, when I was involved with the WSO at that time, a report... I know reports were being sent to every single party member... Every single sick MP was given like, this is what to expect. This is what's been brewing up. And they all said, no, that's not happening. We don't, we don't believe you. You guys don't know what you're talking about. And all of that backfired in their face at that time. And they said, well, why should we have known? And like, here's every single email we sent you explaining that this is about to happen and you guys ignored it. I don't buy it for a second that this isn't not like that. I feel like Trudeau had, and the liberals in general have this very arrogant we know what's happening and we know what's going to happen and we have it fully under control when they don't. They think they are understanding China, that they have a play for China. They don't. I think they think they have a play for India and how to handle India as, in general. They don't. They're getting bullied left and right by India, whichever way they want. We have these Hindu phobia bills being introduced, which makes zero sense to me. Uh, they're just getting knocked, man. I don't think the liberals are competent on foreign affairs. You think Pierre is going to do better? 
I would think anyone would do better. I think it's so low. The bar is so low that I'll give Pierre 100 times more credit right now. Letting you get it out, brother. Letting you get it out. Just get Look, it out. <laughs> I'll say this. In Vancouver, the Nugakirtan, Crudo didn't show up to the Nugakirtan in Vancouver because, you know, they're going to say scheduling, but none of the MPs really showed up at the Vancouver one either. Uh, they He did the photo op the night before, like the preparation stuff, got the photos, didn't go just because they got... They, the security said, look, don't show up. I was talking to guys inside the party. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, <laughs> they were told now is not a good time for him to go there. He'll probably be met with a lot of hecklers. Um, Pierre, Pierre, man of the people, Pierre. Suri Nagarkirtan, the one that every politician tries to stay away from when they can because they know they're going to be on the CBC uh, in a week or two after. Pierre, man of the people, was in there. He was there in Surrey. And... You know, there was a Kronomnagakirtan was this week, a bunch of, that's where the liberals felt safe. They felt well protected. They showed up. They ain't showing up to Malton. They ain't coming to Malton. I wonder but, if they did. But, <laughs> but you know who's going to be there? My conservative brethren. They'll be there. They'll be shaking hands and they'll be getting love because they're people, the party of the people right there. It's really been drinking from the well there. <laughs> The brethren thing, I think I really pushed it because I, I got a call from the Conservative Party today asking for a donation. I was like, get the fuck off. Like, don't even call me again. You know what's so stupid about the Conservative Party? This is what really drives me freaking crazy. This is what this... I'm going to... just Everything I said about them being the People's Party, just put that on pause right now. I'm going to switch hats right now, just like Randy did with the Leafs. These guys call... <laughs> And I've gotten, I've been solicited from every party at some given time for a donation because I've been a member of every single party at some point in time. The conservatives, when they call, they start their, I know times are tough. It's really hard right now. We need to support our people. Do you mind making a small donation of, what do you think that starting number for them is? 100 bucks? $3,000. What? <laughs> That dude's hey, opened. Man. He's like, All those tax breaks you guys love. There you go. He's like, listen, I know times are tough. We've done a lot. We're going to do a lot. You know, we just need a, a small donation. $3,000. I was like, yo. So, Shende, maybe it's not the party of the people. Maybe it's party of the rich and the wealthy. Be it as they may. I just wanted to put that out there because that shit drives me crazy. <laughs> I, and then I'm like, look, not right now. His comeback is, I know times are tough. I know we're really saving up. How about a, How about we just go for a regular $1,000? I was like, the NDP, the NDP, when the NDP call for a donation, they're like, hey, can you just think of us? Can we'll, you we'll just pray smiles. for us? The NDP, we'll the NDP are like, can you just put us in your heart, right? That, they're the party of like, we just want you to put us in your heart and good things are going to happen. The liberals are like, hey, can you send us a 20? Can you send us a 50? You know, it's just sucking. That's all we're asking for. <laughs> but the Conservative Party opens bidding at $3,000, which drives me crazy. Um, but... All that said, so you, can that, what the, you can imagine what the pay for play is in the Conservative Party. I'm, it's easily twenty grand just yeah. to get a table. Um, twenty. Uh, that aside, party of the people. I feel like we're going to see a bigger Conservative presence party at the Malton Nugget Huh? Yeah, because party they need the votes, brother. Party of the people, book of us. <laughs> no, I mean, they're. <laughs> have you guys been to Brampton East lately? The amount of yeah. money floating around there—that's the party of the people. That's their people right there. But uh, urines, urines. You you really th you really think these uh 
Yeah, forget it. I'm not gonna go into my anti-politician no, role. All you gotta cool. do, all you gotta do, is say the Bank of Canada is fucking stupid, and you're gonna win. Usually, <laughs> you can't do anything about it. Lower taxes, lower taxes. There you go. Yeah, lower taxes. Bank Canada stupid. I'm gonna there lower. You go. what, else, what else has he come up with? Yeah, that's it. You hold on, hold on. All that aside, you guys aren't concerned about the Liberal Party bending the knee for every foreign government right now. No. I, I think that's been happening yeah, for forever. Harper wasn't yeah. bending any near as quick. Uh, I don't think so. I think he was, man. In I think for a long yeah. time. He, with what? He's the one who's, when India said, you guys got a terrorist problem, said, listen, we respect their uh, voice. And, he, and then he they, made a terrorist hotline. Yeah, he did. What? Yeah. Hold on, that's a liberal talking point. He didn't make a terrorist hotline. No, he didn't make the, the terrorist hotline. The terrorist hotline. You know, come on. I feel like I can't be the one educating you on that. No, I mean the. And he created two two classes of. Uh, well, he proposed to create two classes of citizenship. Yes. Where if you were convicted under certain charges, you could lose it. Yeah, that kind of sucked, Loki. That was pretty bad, wasn't it? Um, but, but he wasn't a pussy. Let's just be real. Let's just put it right there. He wasn't a punk. Trudeau's a punk. You did not agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Harper, Harper was really, really <laughs> strong. I think, I think we're lying for some that, that hard right-wing politician when Morrison is really, really strong against him. Good job, Harper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about hard right-wingers, you guys see Tucker Carlson's out? Yo, so... Yeah, the quiz, man. I, I'm impressed today. I ain't gonna lie. Great jokes. A 770, sorry, 787 million dollar loss, and that's, that's what it cost them. Carlson, yeah. You know what's fucking wild about Tucker Carlson that I learned after all this stuff is conservatives. I find it so hard. I got to switch hats. So, Randy, how do you do it? To, like, do this with a straight face. <laughs> conservatives for all their anti-work from home rhetoric. For all there, you got to be in the office. You got to be there, you know, shaking hands and being around the people and really knowing. He's been working from home for the last decade. He invented work from home. This guy had a studio in his basement that he was doing his shows from. That is freaking wild. That thing blew my mind. Studio? He his studio is in his house. He has like a two million dollar studio built in his house that he broadcasts out of to New York, which gets like syndicated and like redone. His guests are all remote. This guy was the pinnacle of work from home. And he was the same guy ranting. Likely, I have no idea. I don't watch Dark Carlson. But if he's like conservatives that I know, he was ranting against people working from home. Well, he had the greatest work from home office. That's nuts. I never watched a lot of it, to be honest. Other than like the soundbites that floated on Twitter. But look, what's, he's just going to be on a podcast now. And he's going to have his own show. Yeah. What's interesting is he tried to like. It's, it's, I mean, the theory is it's the time slot, right? I mean, he wasn't famous before the time slot. Bill O'Reilly got fired. They brought this guy in. He gets fired. I guarantee you, whoever they prop up next in that time slot, was eight o'clock or whatever it is, becomes the next big. Why did the CNN guy get fired at the same time? Don he Lemon. was uh, Don Lemon. He said had said that women reached their peak in their thirties. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, that, that was that, a while ago. It's a bad one. Oh, but that's, they took him off air, and that, that's basically what the reason is. He had to apologize. I think he had to apologize or something. He had 
thing I saw that they said really broke the camel's back is he was interviewing another conservative at the thing, uh, Indian conservative running for like leadership for the conservative party thing. And he kind of, he took out his earpiece and was like kind of going AWOL against him. Oh. Hmm. They're like, none of the points he raised were bad. Uh, but I don't know. I heard that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. The woman thing I heard come, come up a lot. But they kind of chose to do it at a very ample time. They're like, everyone's going to be watching the Tucker Carlson thing. Let's just get rid of this guy while we're at it. Yeah. Well, there's a reason. Like, he was not even on our uh, outline here, but he wasn't on the radar. So they did a good job for timing. And now Trump is like, fuck Fox News. I'm going to do an interview with CNN. How this times is, have changed. This is like the wildest paradigm, like the wildest timeline where this shit's just. You des- when you're you desperate, know. you do desperate things. So I'm coming late to the party on this, but uh, Succession, is that based off like Rupert, Rupert, uh, Rupert Murdoch? Rupert Murdoch, yeah. That's, That's the yeah. How, f- how far are you guys I in Succession? Yeah, recently. Someone, I, I, like, make a joke, make fun of me. I, I, I definitely, you know, deserve it. I just put that together. I mean, I don't even know who Rupert, I know the name, but I don't know what his empire is. What does Rupert Murdoch own? Seriously? <laughs> I, like, I know the name, huh? Fox. He owns Fox. Oh, that's the guy who owns Fox? Tucker's boss. Tucker's the boss. The guy who fired, fired Tucker. Okay, see, I did not know that. But you uh, watch I'm, I'm three episodes in. I've try, I tried to get it. I'm, been, I'm trying to get into it. I'm still watching it still. I just started this recently. It's a slow-ass show to get into. It's, it's so good. It's so well-written. Oh, man. It's, Here's my uh, thing with Succession right now, where I'm at, is, and I don't know if this improves or changes, I hate everyone. I think everyone is an idiot. Yeah, oh, you're, supposed yeah. To, you're supposed to hate everybody. So yeah. the show's Except doing the, its I job, like the, right? I like the old guy. That's the my dad. favorite character. Yeah, I like the dad. I'm like, yeah, this is that's this is the, the only guy. guy I like. But I'm like, yeah, he's a villain. But his kids are idiots. These are the biggest group of dumbasses I could imagine. He just says the f word and life is better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm really trying to get into Succession. Uh, I don't know how many episodes I got to get into before I'm like, oh shit, this blew my mind. Um, it's slowly hinted that way, but it's hard. It's a really slow burn. Yeah, just get through the first like five, yeah. six episodes. It gets, it gets better. You it gets ridiculous sh- too, but it gets better. Yeah, you, you know, shows great right from the start. And I'm gonna get flack for saying this is Indian Matchmaker. <laughs> y'all, y'all can hate on me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. Y'all can hate on me. I'll take the L's. I'll take whatever you got coming my way for this. My wife got me on it because she's like watching it. And I'm just sitting there eating dinner. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just watching it. I'm like done dinner. I'm still sitting there watching it. She's like, are you, do you want to watch something else? And I'll be like, no, no, I keep watching what you're watching. I'm good. But <laughs> show's freaking jokes, man. It's so, they're characters, man. Again, yeah. You know. Yeah, you, you, I just question, are these people real? <laughs> yeah. I remember like, last. These people can't be real. I saw last. And- how many times has Seema going to tell us she's from Mumbai? Like, fuck, yeah, Seema, we know you're from Mumbai. Come up with something else now. So I was curious what she charges. Like, how much are people paying her for, like, this matchmaking? 20, 20 Gs. Yeah, so, like, her official thing said, like, you know, three grand to eight grand. It's TikTok's like, nah, man, we contacted her. She wants minimum 20. And if she hooks some you up, she wants more. There's a bonus that's expected. Oh, there's like, mean, uh, the, system, this, the system already exists in India, doesn't it? Mundi. Yeah, like it's it's not like is that how much yeah, it costs? This is maybe a higher elite version, maybe. 
the people but that the have concept on it, of compensating the matchmakers there. Yeah, yeah, but yo, this shows such a train wreck that it's hilarious. Like, I just, I just love, I just, I just, how are they functioning adults? That's my always my question. Like, and, yeah, some, of them, some of them are like lawyers, and you're like, seriously? Yeah, and it's kind of cringe Doctors. that this is a glimpse that go to have into our society, Indian society. <laughs> it's like, oh, don't yeah, think we're all. But uh, I think we all agree American desis are very different than Canadian desis. Yeah, they are. Yeah, but yeah. she. Right, uh, the thing the show does is it's not just it's she's in the UK, she's in America, in like different yeah. states, she's in Delhi, uh, she's in Mumbai. Like she tries to. They have this like world encompassing. She's matchmaking all around the world type thing. Kanda hasn't US, come up yet. But, but the it's the US season? ones that are funny. The last the US ones are the funny ones. Yeah, last season had a girl from Toronto. A Punjabi girl from oh, Toronto. Really? I, okay, so I didn't see last season. What season? And, uh, she got matched up with this Guju guy from uh, in Miami. And the, the Toronto girl was living in Miami as well, but she's from Toronto. Okay. And uh, it was a train wreck date. And yeah, that was that was it. Like, you know, the dude was the character on the show. The Punjabi girl was just like a match and never, re, you know, reappeared. But uh, yeah, I was just thinking to myself, so funny you brought it up. If there was a Canadian version of that show, how different would the people be? It just, I, I can't imagine me anything I like. We may not even have any, like. No, there's some weirdos out there, bro. There's <laughs> definitely weirdos. There's some weirdos. I out hear there. stories. Oh, really? I, I no, hear no, some no, interesting the, stories. The are, they, are they comfortable being on camera? Like, remember, there's, a, there's, there's levels to this, right? You can just be weird in your own space. These people have full on, firstly, got the matchmaker. Then agreed to go on a Netflix show, knowing that there's they a camera sign, on they them. They sign like some NDAs or whatever. Whatever it is, knowing that there's a camera on them, they're still acting like that. So that's the best version of themselves. I noticed that because sometimes I'm like, oh. I'm like, looking. the doctor guy from Cali was pretty funny. That Kuju yeah. <laughs> girl from UK is. Uh... <laughs> You're watching it. This guy started this saying, I don't even know the show is, and he knows what's going on. Wait, I, I, never, I never denied. Robbie, watching. you remember when I, I brought this up and this guy's like, yo, what is that show? What is that? I don't know what that is. I said, what is there to talk about? There's not too much to talk about it. Yeah, they're characters. Clearly, you have a lot to talk about. You know a lot about the show. I didn't I didn't watch this end the whole season. I've watched like four, four episodes. Four hours, bro? You know what my favorite thing is? Is a... you put it like that. <laughs> it's interesting though one thing that comes up a lot on this show that is after the date the person will call Seema letting them know hey you know it didn't really work out with the person um uh you know I thank you but I think I want to try someone else and her response is always she always has the exact same thing where she's like hold on you're done with one date no you gotta talk to them more they're like no but there's no spark there wasn't any chemistry like what do you mean chemistry Chemistry is something you build together. It takes time for it to percolate. Like you guys are dumping each other after one date. You got to expect, and she, her favorite line is, you don't, you want a hundred percent. You'll never get a hundred percent in your partner. You should settle at 60%. Uh, 60% match. Compromise, bro. Compromise. <laughs> and I was watching some of these dates are so friggin' awkward. Whoa, and the list is hilarious when she asks them what they want. In a yeah. Partner. So yeah, I'm okay with the 60% because that list is ridiculous. Yeah, it's almost stupid. The one guy, the Cali. They literally describe a Bollywood actor who's educated, <laughs> in every every one of their wants. 
tall, this, that, family oriented, does this, has a good job. Super, it's like, yeah. Like, I'm 40 and single and I don't know why. <laughs> you know what's crazy is one thing that I didn't realize was just how tough short guys have it. I never yeah. realized that short guys had it tough because, you know, we, I've been blessed in many ways. Um, height definitely came. <laughs> now, what else, what else are you alluding to? <laughs> I'm just saying, right? Like, it's wild <laughs> that I didn't think that this was such a problem for people where they're like, yo, man, I got rejected. Why? I was short. What? <laughs> yeah. The, and every single, every single criteria that girls start with, at least six foot tall, at least six feet tall. She's five one. I'm like, what the hell you want? <laughs> Yo, but I mean, because if you had to date again, it'd be hard, man. I think it'd be hard. Like, I'm, I'm happy I don't have to venture into that world again. <laughs> I would suffocate in this modern uh, dating environment. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't even be one of the guys on the show. <laughs> no, nah, man, I'd be like, yo, I'm single and I'm loving it. I'm just, I wouldn't even try that venture. It's scary. I see what people, I hear stories and I'm like, yo. <laughs> Rough well, shows, no, admit, it's fun, you know, when your friend hands you the phone and like, all right, you have the power to swipe left and right. It's, it is, that, that's kind of fun. That's I'm, fun. I, I'm well past that with all my... Uh, <laughs> Well, Shinda needs the subtitles again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no. It's an interesting show, but there was this one character on the show that's really like, there was one while ago that I resonated with. There's another one this this season. His name is Bobby from UK. I don't know if you guys. Is that the math kid? The math kid. <laughs> why, do you, math why does he resonate kid? with you? Because he's such a nerd. I know all, all that guy needs to do is stop talking. He'll all he needs to do. His his whole thing is, I don't understand why I keep getting friend zoned. It makes no sense to me. And I'm like, I know exactly why you get friend zoned. Just shut up. You know, the two, he makes he's, he makes self-deprecating uh, jokes about how much he out-talks or brings too much so energy and shit like that. He so knows. Seen it. I saw that episode. I, I didn't see his date. I didn't see that episode when he actually went on a date with that Gucci girl. My wife told me in, right? Killed the date. You told it, me he was a train wreck. No, no. He killed the date. He killed oh, okay. it. Such a freaking stud. This guy danced. He wine dined her. Conversation was going crazy. She friend zoned him at the end of it when they asked, like, you know, are you going to call him back? She's like, I loved it. There was an amazing time. But he's a friend. And I, he, makes him, he makes him feel, yeah, he's short. He short said guy. that in the next episode to her friends. He said yeah. he was a short guy. The short guy is what hurt him, but he makes them too comfortable. I'm not saying he needs to make them uncomfortable, but he makes it so comfortable right from the start that they're just like, yeah, this guy feels like my brother. <laughs> nah. I felt so bad. I'm like, yo, my Bobby, let me what talk to you. Is he can treat her like shit and he would go. No, no. He just needs to tone his comfort level down by 10%. I'm inside into Shinda's mind and how he yeah. did. 10%. Just He's 10%. His poor wife. He just needs to Top tone G's it down. Out. Top G's coming out. No, no. I'm not saying he needs to be a jerk. I think he's a great human being. I think everything he's doing is great. Tone it down by 10%. Leave some mystery there. Make them have to ask you questions. Don't just offer up the thing. You know, have like some, allow some back and forth there. Dating uh, tips from Shinda. <laughs> I'm the worst person to call a friend. I'm the call, but I feel like his case is the easiest one thing, though. And I feel I legit feel bad because I think he's a nice guy and I want to see the best for him. Only saw him in one episode. I feel yeah, like I've known him in my life. Guy, eh? Huh? You're invested. 
I just he want a little brother this guy, but he's probably older than me. Um, I don't know. It's just funny. But this show is such a train wreck. Some some of these dates, uh, the one guy, the Cali doctor you mentioned, he was all like, you know, I, I'm going to... I'm American, but I have Desi roots. I want a Desi girl. Yeah, he's not a Hindi, sp- Hindi speaking girl. What? <laughs> and then he's like, yo, this girl doesn't speak enough Hindi. Yeah, that was strange. That was weird. <laughs> you know what that guy reminded me of? And I hear stories about this all the time is dudes are like, yo, I want someone who's religious, but not religious. Yeah. I want someone who's cultural. Oh, she's too cultural. I need less. <laughs> they want their mom, right? Their moms were the ones who taught, like, forced them to go to Gurdur and stuff like that. But their dads were, you know, getting hammered in the garage. Johnny Walker guy. So they want that, but they want a girl who will now have a peg with them too, but still take their kids to the Gurdwara. I like that yeah, break, break it down. Yeah. That was actually... Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's no, a question to you guys. Not a date... Um, if you're a dude and you're out there, what's your advice to them right now, like off the bat? Get off the fucking show. <laughs> not even if they're on the show if they're just saying yo man I can't find this girl what what, what 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 am I doing wrong what's like the thing that you see guys doing wrong all over the place that you think this is what like the, the guy that wanna get, like get married or get laid or, or just go on a date married man this is a family show what are you talking about oh yeah, yeah uncomfortable you're <laughs> take that back I don't know what that means <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> the guys who right now are at that age where they're trying to get married, say all the 27 year olds listening to our podcast right now who haven't been on a date or have been on one date and are trying Stop to figure out the fucking podcast. <laughs> what's your advice to them? I I think C Monty holds it down, man. Like uh, <laughs> you take shave back 60% of what you want and that take that as a W. Know what you want, man. That's probably the first thing. Simple. Know what yeah, you want. Yeah, priority list. But mm-hmm. then there's some shit that's so stupid on some people. Some people lists are stupid. Maybe actually they should watch this show and then understand why some people are dumb with their lists and then look inward and fucking get rid of some stupid shit. See what really makes you happy. Right? Yeah. Talk about what makes well, you happy. I don't know. And you fucking give us some insight. What should what should people do? Actually, you've been giving enough. I feel like I've been over <laughs> too much. Yeah, yeah, but like on that same level of uh, conversation for these twenty seven year olds listening, what's the greatest money scheme that you think had you known earlier, you would have been better off for it? What's that one tip that you think you could give people? Like hmm. a scheme or like actual financial advice? Doesn't even is that what you're, is that what you're giving on the show? Financial advice? We're not giving financial advice. We're not uh, of all people are not financial experts by any means. Um, <laughs> don't do anything we say. But if you were to talk to yourself 15 years ago, what's the one thing you would say? And don't and you know don't be like buy crypto or buy that stock. What's that one don't, thing that you should? Don't say buy a house. Mm. No, no, no buy I, a house. Was exactly, I was gonna say exactly that. Buy a house. Don't care about my uh, notice of assessment. Just go get a Brampton mortgage and put money down on a pre-con. You think that, that advice was... still stands? No. No. 15 years ago, it did. No, but talking to a kid now, what's their, like, yo, this is what you should do. This is what temporary I would do in your expect, shoes. Temporary expect, expectations. That would be mine. Right? Save, work hard. Not every... I mean, th- this whole idea that success is deemed by the materialistic objects we've been getting is... 
it's getting worse and worse, right? Like if they don't have a, if they're like, yo, you've been, you went to school for 10 years, you don't got a Ferrari. It's kind of like, yeah. Fucking but over here today, man. This guy is straight. No, shut all material honest. goods. Don't worry about money. Money is meaningless. Just no, as in like, it's, it's some of the, some of the stuff you're trying to attain ain't going to come tomorrow. Right. That should takes years. Right. And I think if I could look back and say, you know, build a foundation, take time, build a foundation, build a place where you want. You know, some people made money quick. I mean, some people made money quick. It wasn't just, it wasn't in my cards. But what's a build a foundation you know, mean? You know, financially, right? Be sound. Don't indebt yourself. Uh, save money. Invest properly. I mean, don't need to take risks that you don't have to, right? I mean, people jumped into crypto. They got burned, right? People jumped into real estate recently. They're going to get burned. Um, everything's a get, get rich scheme get rich quick scheme. Um, so my, if it was me, I would be like, yeah, I just temper my expectations of what success quote unquote is for me, at least that's, that's me. I mean, um, cause you know what you define, you know, any of us individually define as a lot of money, I would assume is very varied. Like you guys thought what 30 mil was, uh, <laughs> Acceptable to call yourself rich. <laughs> I thought that was a lot of money. Generational, we said generational wealth. Generational, whatever it is, right? So yeah, I'm just trying to get Brampton yeah. rich. Man, I feel Brampton poor. Reggie, what's, what's your what, uh, what's Brampton rich? A Brampton rich, Brampton rich right now is you got to be at least You're five million assets. A real estate agent, you got a quarter million car. No, that's not. That's out. once again. That's not. That that could be. That could be a liability. What's rich? What what are they got? In the, what are they? What's their net worth? Put it that way. 12 mil. Oh, damn. You want these kids to get 12 mil in like four years? I'm just saying, not four years. I'm just saying Brampton Rich. That's what Brampton Rich right now is. If you're less than, right now in Brampton, if you're living in a $2 million home, you're you're slumming it. You're barely getting yeah. by. <laughs> that's very you're, true. In, you're at that, you know what I mean? Um, but, Reggie, yeah, what's you your... Yeah, long term life. Yeah, well, Reggie, what's your... Uh, hey, Mr. 27-year-old, 25-year-old, this is what I think you... Ought to be doing. Honestly, I would uh, I would tell them to buck the trend of like try to live a good balanced life, go on vacation and all that. I would tell them that's the mm. that's the mentality of the generation that's gonna lose the money, mm. uh, and try to you know focus on the grandparents' generation and be the one who capitalizes on everybody else taking vacations and you be the one working. Put your head down till you're forty and then figure it out. Work. In other words, work. Man, you guys came up with some shitty ass schemes. I'm trying to help these kids get rich I, quick. I, I, I ain't telling my you secrets. Have, you're sitting on one, and you put some thought into this, and you're fucking putting this catch question to us. Yeah. Like, <laughs> give, us, give us, give us your smart ass thing that you probably I, thought of for the week. I ain't come up with anything. I was just like, yo, if anyone's got some schemes, it's the two richest guys on this podcast. These guys are probably like, you ain't gonna, we ain't gonna tell y'all shit. Well, I mean, there, there are like smart things to level up your family, not just the kids. Like, all right, here's my advice to kids. Live with your parents as long as you can and save the hell out of as much as you can because that's easy money savings right there, not paying a mortgage. Save that. Uh, don't be afraid of interest loans because you can write those off on your taxes and you get that money right back. You know, take those risks, big risks. Um, market's down now. Get that margin loan out. And if you get liquidated, try and get liquidated trying. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, if I, One thing I would say is... Uh... Always keep some liquidity for recessions and then buy, 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 and sit there for like five years. 
and you know, don't buy whatever mutual funds anything i feel like there's always a time for mutual funds and all that stuff but it's hard to time it because i just remember like when i 2008 hit little did we know how big of a recession that was going to be for a lot like that was gonna, such a big dip mm. but and that, in hindsight it's kind of like Man, if only I had more capital to my name, I could have taken out a huge ass uh, loan. And when I remember when we did take out loans, all that interest, just take out an interest interest only loan. You're paying the, that interest straight down and writing it off and so stuff. you're taking mostly on real estate though, right? Pardon? No, that was all stocks, man. Stocks, yeah. In hindsight, my biggest mistake was buying a condo. Uh, you should have bought a house. Yeah. I could have bought a townhouse. At, I mean, but like, do you think we're going to go through that string of you know year over year increases in real estate or yep. the hot economy like for a long time so it's like yeah someone could take those risks right now but the kind of way it was guaranteed back then was was ridiculous right i mean yeah definitely hard to time the shit but who, who th incomes have not even moved and houses went from what three four hundred k to like 1.7 million you know that's kind of yeah if you catch the wave go for it right you can't can't hate on the person that caught it but if you think that's just the answer that's going to happen all the time that's or you're yeah, going to get guys, have you guys heard of this thing you know some canadian banks are some of the most shorted banks in the world right now yep well i heard yeah. it's more just td i didn't hear it was canadian banks in general i heard it td in particular um that's kind of crazy to me i mean scary what do they it's know interesting interesting it's it, i i heard the same thing i'm in that same what do they know uh the thing i heard you know, they but know canadian but canadian banks have a had had a great run right so they're also heavily protected those. that's the thing i think they're so protected i don't see the government ever letting one fail by any uh capacity the thing i heard about td in general was that they had recently bought a bank in the states yeah. that had a lot of debt that wasn't the most uh liquid and the thinking was that that bank is going to take a lot of, of TD's resources for them to cover up and like make whole. So people were betting mm -hmm. against them for that. But... One just got bought out by yeah, the US. Yeah. Uh, JP Morgan, right? JP Morgan, yeah. But with general bank stocks have always had like the safest dividends and like consistency. Canadian, Canadian, Canadian bank banks, recently. yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If the consistency has been there, but the economy is going to shit, naturally more people are, and they're looking at everything like, oh, short it. Yeah, like that's right. the one thing that hasn't gone down. Here, Tesla. Just... The hotter Tesla did, the higher the shorts, you know, the bigger the shorts became. I mean, it's it's only natural, right? So, um, I mean, does it mean that they're going to crash? I don't know. That's that's hard to predict. Right. All right. I'm one... trying to say, you know, if it was me, 27 year old, stop trying to predict the fucking world. Just get to work. Just work your ass off yeah. and make money. Get to, yeah, get your career in, build your foundation, and then build off that. And you got to get somewhere, right? Fair Do you enough. still think that going to university is a big deal or kids should know? I think it depends on your field. Like, you, neither of you would have made, been where you're at right now, work-wise, employment-wise, without university. It was like a precursor to get to the job that you got. Mm. Like, tech is one of those fields. Business is another one where, you know, regardless of university, I don't think it makes too big of a difference. Uh, but if you're working under, like... A some sort of professional designation, doctor, lawyer, uh, engineer, whatever it is, those ones actually, you know, there's no way, two ways around it. You need your university for that. Yeah, I think it's changed though, right? In terms of 
<clears throat> getting back and there's other careers that are just making just as good money. Yeah, yeah. So that's the traditional path. That's what we've been taught, right? But you look yeah. at, you hear the way other people make money. It's, it's impressive. I mean, it's just as hard work, just different, right? Trades is another one, man. I'm, I'm impressed with the trades. Like, forget titles nice and accolades. Hmm? Huh? It'd have been nice to have my GC license. Hmm. Electrician would have been nice. Yeah. Yeah. But right. electricians, so, I, mean, I know, are working crazy hours. But they're making money. They're making good money, right? But they're working they're, crazy because they're making it. But they're also working different. Like that job isn't easy. No, no, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying it, the grind is different, right? But you're it's a different grind. The, the, payout, the payouts. It's not like oh, you went to school for eight years and, and you became a doctor, and now your payouts, you not know, twenty times as much saying. as some of yeah, these trades that used to be. Bigger fucking loans. Yeah, yeah, so it's the, 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 it's a bit different now, right? So there's just other careers. I think I, I think what Randy does is one of the better ones. Lawyers? No. I was reading something no, no, about in terms of schooling, right? It's, I'm not saying it's um, <clears throat> it's a more like well, fine. We quicker. don't do that. No, it could be quick. <laughs> it's just quicker in terms of like you can start working and. Seven years of school, one year of... No, you might, yeah, you might, you have debt, but you're not then paying for office equipment. You're not paying for technology on top of that to open your office, right? Like as in a dentist, for example, is paying hundreds of thousands of dollars just to open a, their own practice. It's, it's, I'm just saying it's different, right? So right. there's some careers that even after the fact that you've studied, you have been certified, you're still investing in yourself, right? And it keeps going as a business, whereas in, you know... That's what I, that's what I'm saying about lawyers or, or any kind of trades. You know, you're getting paid right away. So, okay, one thing I was actually curious about: what the hell's going on with Ontario's Law Society and that whole woke thing? I heard there was this vote, but I couldn't find any. It, it's it's pretty bad for me to say that I'm not very tuned. Don't say it then. <laughs> I uh, I did end up vo voting for this woke slate. So there's one slate. That uh, oh, there goes Robbie. And there's one slate uh, that is kind of in power now, and they, there's this huge push in, in Ontario from the LSO for like inclusivity and diversity and all that. Some of it feels like like just talking heads, hot air. Uh, some of it's pretty good, um, but that's my personal take of it. Um, and. Uh, I know Alberta had this very conservative uh, slate kind of take over their law society. Um, and on my Twitter feed, I keep on seeing, like I started seeing things about a similar slate developing, a very conservative slate developing here. Um, and I was trying to take over the board, so I, I quickly just voted for whoever I knew. Um, but it is bad because the other slate, you know, it wasn't as conservative as or the boogeyman they were made out to be. Um, there are some things I don't like about the scrutiny on judges and, and stuff like that. But um, yeah, uh, Ontario LSO is uh, a pretty woke organization these days, and that's gonna it's gonna stay woke for the next term, which I don't even know how long it is. Is there a push similar in like medicine right now at all that you've heard or? I don't even know what the what the what's the what's the issue. 
Like, it's just our, our, our college had uh, elections recently. There's like 40 people that get elected to the bench. Okay. Yeah. No, not ours is different. The college works a bit differently than ours is to protect the public. So it's not a. So is ours. Really have, we don't and really have a say. The, 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 <clears throat> sorry, the, uh, the council doesn't have much say as you think it would. It's the government, it's the ministry. Oh, okay. health that dictates everything, right? So I think a part of the things that really pushed things into the limelight was when the college of psychologists uh, went after Jordan Peterson, uh, yeah. and they're like, you know, as a member of our of our college, we don't appreciate the things you've said that make some people in the public feel unsafe. Uh, and then his whole thing was, you know, why are you trying to mandate the language I use? It's not language that is endangering anyone or anything like that. So because of that, but. It became this whole thing over, you know, uh, it was really political correctness, I think, is what it came down to, is the college wanted him to be a little bit more politically correct in the way he's approached things. And my understanding of the law one was it's somewhat similar in that they wanted lawyers to adopt a little bit more of a political correct leaning yeah. with about certain topics. Yeah, that's fair. That's what it seems like to me, too. So... And so I was just curious if that was affecting other areas. It is generally society's gotten really more politically correct for sure. I know. The last few years have been a whirlwind of change, right? When in regards to no. what you say, how you say it, you know, um, perception. Perception is huge right now, right? What a person might perceive to what you're saying. It's it's strange. Even 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 you know, Yasubo medical. Yeah, you got to be careful what you say. Hmm. Right, you do have to be careful what you say. Feelings are a huge part now. How a person feels within the room, um, and it's a secondary part of the job now, right? That kind of communication aspect, where it was more direct, or I guess in any job, uh, be a matter of fact, if it was writing emails or, you know, discussing something, there's a whole new facet of communication now. You got to follow, and you have to be careful, right? Uh, which can get you in a lot of trouble. Uh, so it's the new world, I guess. That's all it is, right? Fair enough. Uh, any closing remarks? Any last thoughts? We've been at the, we've been rambling for a while. I feel like I took over. My apologies. I feel more awake this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Old man Robbie here. This guy's like. <laughs> I, I see know. red. It's yeah. um. No, it's it's not old man. <laughs> Better. <laughs> It's only 9 p.m. I'm tired. I am I am starting to feel old now. Like, I, honestly, last year I was like, ah, I don't feel my age. This year, I'm starting to feel my age. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting old. It's showing too. Huh? It's, it's showing, showing too. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. No, I, nothing for me either. Just uh, Rangers are out now as well. So Devils uh, made it through. It's uh, the year of the underdog. Not the Leafs. <laughs> are you? Oh, you were. That you're the favorites. I mean, technically, we're they're now, the. Now it's how, us many, and how many lines do these Leafs have? Leafs Nation, Leafs Forever, Go Leafs Go. Is there any more? Leafs Strong. That must be in there. Bleed Blue. Bleed Blue. Yeah, there's a few. A few? It's probably an essay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Pleasure as always. All right. Yep. Till next time, make sure you guys like and subscribe. Is there any, uh, oh, this is the thing I was thinking. We haven't done Bonded of the Week because I guess we kind of got stuck. What's the question of the week? 
ask, leave a question, and then people can comment the answer. What are these hard questions? I'm just not ready for this. Really on it today? Eh? I'm on point, man. I'm I'm on production mode this week. Um, if you guys got any good, uh, what's your advice for people dating? If you have any dating advice, put it in the comments below. Let's hear what you got. If you're watching Indian Matchmaker, who's your favorite character? I'm curious. Uh, my, uh, my suggestion is uh, don't send uh, dick pics. I don't think those work anymore. I ain't asking for a DM. Oh, you're saying in general as like dating advice? Yeah. You're saying it worked at one point? Oh, what's up in your... I ain't asking for DMs. What's in your DMs? <laughs> I'm just curious. He's like, it won't work no more. You're, this guy's insinuating it worked at one point? It was it was all the rage at a certain point, yes. Oh my god, girls, guess what? I got one. <laughs> I don't even know they were ever in. No, we got we put gotta edit out. that out. Should, should have put a poll out. How likely would Shinla be in today's uh today's day and age to uh, be on this matchmaker? <laughs> this really what backfired. Holy shit. What's his, what's his chances? <laughs> Yo, I could we, should, we, should write, we should write a list of what we want, uh, what we would put if we're on that show. And then have our wives make a list that if you're on the show, what, what we need. That's a lot of work, brother. Yeah, I want to, I want to see the comparison. It's gonna, and it's not going to end well for us. So. All right. No. Put your bio data with the things you're looking for in the comments and see. And if you see someone who matches, just hit them up. How's that? Matchmaking in the comments. You don't need to see them. You got the three of us. Save you 20K. Save you 20K right there. Um, but yeah. Uh, thank you for listening, man. Till next time. Peace. Peace.